Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Pro Beautiful podcast. Back in 2020, Bob invited me and my sister to spend 21 days in intensive prayer, and he suggested that we try a fast, not a complete fast, so we didn't have to go water only, but some kind of a, of a fast to just remind us that we need to um, set our intention and our attention on the Lord. And I was in a season then of, um, I was out of town and had kind of access to not the full spectrum of kitchen things that I would normally have. But I felt like the Lord said, you're going to be able to make it if you do whole foods only. And so if I remember correctly, I ate a lot of millet with butter and syrup (laughs) and cans of sardines, but all of that is really good. It's healthy food and it was fine. And I, the Lord invited me in that season. There were certain things I was supposed to pray for. And I read a book by Leonard Ravenhill on why revival tarries, which I didn't necessarily love, but I did read it. And so it was in its own way, a very beautiful time. And since then, Bob and I have led, co-led, uh, 21 days of intensive prayer in 2021, 2022, and then 2023. We are um, just starting August 6th through the 26th, and you are welcome to join us. And it made me laugh with the Lord. It was like the Lord's little wink to me, because I have a lot going on in this season of my life, and I have even a couple of trips planned during the three weeks that we are fasting and or during our time of intensive prayer. And I really had not thought of it a whole lot. <laughs> and so I'm recording this on June 5th, the day, or excuse me, August 5th, the day before we start. And I was down in the lower pasture praying to the Lord and just having kind of a beautiful time. And the Lord was like, do you want to talk about what you should do for your for your fast? And I thought, oh my goodness, yeah, (laughs) let's think about that together. And so this is the kinds of conversations that I have with the Lord, but I just wanted to give a shout out to him because that truly wasn't even on my radar. It should have been probably, but it just wasn't. And I just appreciate his kindness in actually bringing to my attention what I actually need to focus on. There's a level I feel in this season that he's inviting me into deeper trust and a closer walk with him, probably in every season. But I think my ability to say, oh, I didn't need to put that on my calendar. In fact, it didn't even cross my mind to put it on my calendar. And that maybe would have been an effective thing to do to schedule time with the Lord, like remember to talk about the fast. But I just didn't. And that's okay. The Lord brought it to mind. And so as we talked together, I thought, Oh, I think I am supposed to do a whole foods only diet until I go on my first trip. And when I travel, Bob advised me not to fast normally, especially not a complete fast. Just when you're traveling, your body is already dealing with a different germ load. It's dealing with different stressors. It can get depleted really rapidly. And then if you're going to a conference or something where you're going to meet people or talk to people or learn something, the amount of energy that your brain needs is 
really surprising. <laughs> but it makes sense. If in normal life your brain consumes, what, like 25% of your calories, even though it's 3% of your body weight or something, it's that might not be the right percentages, but it's very disproportionate. The brain is a very calorie-hungry organ. And so, anyway, I get to do my best to eat what is set before me or what is good while I am away. And then on the second trip, then that is anniversary trip with my husband and I get to just feast with the Lord and with my husband. And so that feels really kind and very doable in a way that, you know, like, oh, hey, it's your anniversary trip. Now you just need to, you know, do water only or something to prove your righteousness before the Lord. Thankfully, that was not the invitation in this case. And I would be surprised if it normally was. <laughs> Lord is really a good father. Thank you, Lord. And uh, so I, I was like, okay, that's, I've got it from a food standpoint. What else do you have for me, Lord? And I don't have a sense that there's supposed to be any kind of intermittent fast related. I think usually it's prudent to go, you know, 12 to 14 hours without eating between meals. But I also recognize that it, there's a level of hunger that I experience at times that's like, nope, that actually needs to be satisfied in order for me to feel okay tomorrow or <laughs> later on today. So uh, that's kind of more a general guideline, not a requirement, which leaves me with the soul fast aspect. And I feel like I have been wrestling for a while around the topic of accusation and not wanting to be an accuser against myself or other people and not wanting to side with the accuser or agree with the accuser. So that I think is part of the soul fast. And then the other part of the soul fast, and this really delighted me. So a couple of weeks ago, I sent out an email about how one of my friends had looked through the story of Elijah and Elisha and realized that despite all of the major miracles that the Bible records, when you look at the total time frame, it ends up being about one miracle per year, which is still pretty amazing. I mean, I certainly in my 44 years have not seen any resurrections by me personally, and I have not well, probably happily called out a bear mauling on 42 youths. So that's just as well. But the point is, they were seeing major miracles, but only at a pace of about one per year. And I just thought that is so kind to know that, that even these giants of the faith, it wasn't like, oh, every time we turn around, here's this major miracle. And my friend Paul Van Hosen wrote and said, but Amy, we live in a new dispensation. <laughs> One greater than Elijah has come. Like, why would we settle for less than the fullness that the Lord offers? And I've been sitting in that word because when he first said it, you know, sometimes there's this really strong sense of conviction of like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, let me repent and turn my mind around. And when he said it, I was like, do I actually agree with that? Or is there a, so it's kind of like, do I think that I was wrong before or do I think that I'm wrong now? What is even the right perspective on this, Lord? And I felt like the Lord said for three weeks, why don't you just try and see what would be an expected miracle in this case? So I don't know what that will look like, but that is what I'm going to be watching for. Thank you, Jesus. That's kind of a fun, unexpected I guess soul fast in this case, it's like the soul fast of abundance. 
Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you that you give us opportunities to partner with you in unexpected ways. <laughs> oh, Lord, not only that you pay attention to the details that might slip our minds, but that you invite us into interesting and unexpected realms. So thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen. And friend, if you would like to get the notifications, we have a couple of Zoom calls during this time and probably a few emails at different times. So if you're interested, you can get the link in the show notes and we'd love to have you.